0: Hello and welcome back. Street is considered Delaware. Um, so you have four different agencies that can respond. You have five actually. You have the Del Mar Police Department that can respond. You have Wicomico County uh, that can respond. You have Maryland State Police. You have Sussex County Police. You've got Delaware State Police. So there's five different agencies that can respond. But Del Mar has its own police force. So um, this story uh, that I'm going to tell you uh, concerns Corporal Keith Haycook, and, uh, or Hecook, I think is how you pronounce it. And Corporal Hecook uh, is 54 years old. He is a 22-year veteran of the Del Mar Police Force. And uh, early, early Sunday morning, he was called to uh, there was a 911 call received for a domestic dispute in an area apparently the, where the address is known to the police. So there's apparently been issues at this particular place uh, several times. And uh, Corporal Heacock I'm sorry he cook was the only officer on duty at this time. And uh, he responded as he was supposed to. And when he got there, very little is known, but he was brutally attacked. Uh, He was stomped in the head, kicked in the head, um, beaten very badly. The perpetrator then went across the street and attacked an elderly couple, beating the husband and wife, not only with his fists and his feet, But with the statue, ironically, of an angel. Now, Wycomico County Dispatch attempted several times to raise Corporal He Cook on his radio to ask if he was okay. When they did not get a response, they sent Wycomico County Sheriff's Department, Maryland State Police, and they also called Delaware to say they could send in police. When Wicomico County Sheriff's deputies got to the scene, apparently they found Corporal he Cook in a pool of blood and non-responsive. They rushed him to our local trauma center and they stabilized him, but he had a traumatic injury to his head and so they made the decision to transport him to shock trauma, James Crowley shock trauma in Baltimore. Corporal Hecook remained on life support in a coma. They put a shunt in his brain to try to drain off the fluid. Corporal Heacook died. He was considered clinically dead, uh, beaten to death. And his body was kept alive long enough for him to once again serve his community and be an organ donor. They're bringing Corporal Hecook home tomorrow from shock trauma. Corporal Hecook left a wife and a son. His son is, I believe, 12 years old that little boy no longer has a father. The only good thing to come out of this is they caught the individual who did this to the good corporal. And in the community at large, there has been a huge outpouring of support for the Delmar Mar Police Department for the Hecook family, for young Mr. Hecook. But what has not been seen is the media outrage from the national media. Yes, it got a little blurb on, I believe, Fox News, somebody said. Um, It's received some press in some of the police tribune-type stuff. I think it even uh, scored an article on the Daily Wire. I'm not certain. I believe that's where I saw it. But guess what? They caught the guy. The the gentleman, and I use the term gentleman extremely loosely, is alive. Corporal Heacook did not go into this domestic situation, guns blazing. He tried to de-escalate the situation. The gentleman who assaulted and murdered Corporal Hecook is a black man. He spent his 30th birthday beating the crap out of a cop and an elderly couple. And I'll get to the elderly couple in just a moment. He's in jail. They had to amend the charges when Corporal Hecook died to include first-degree murder. But this person will not face the death penalty because Delaware does not have the death penalty. And apparently this event occurred on the Delaware side. And for all intents and purposes, even if it had occurred on the Maryland side of the, of the border, Maryland effectively does not have a death penalty. So he would not face the death penalty here. People in the comment section of a local crime group say they hope they don't offer this person a plea and I hope they don't either he doesn't deserve a plea he doesn't deserve mercy he didn't give mercy to corporal he cook he didn't give mercy to the the elderly couple now I'm going to turn my attention briefly to the elderly couple the the husband these the couple was in their 70s the husband was a marine retired marine and somebody says, you're never a former Marine. So he was a Marine. And he, apparently, the, uh, the, the gentleman, the person who attacked him, uh, thought that the Marine had some weapons that he had gotten rid of, since gotten rid of. The Marine held his own, but was badly beaten. His poor wife suffered some fractures, and had both of her eye sockets broken. She was also transported to John's. I'm sorry, to uh, Shock Trauma. Now, I one of the things that has been going around on the messaging boards and on Facebook is what would have happened had Corporal Hecook shot this man. And the man who did this was black. Corporal Hecook is white. There would be outrage. We would have Black Lives Matter, we would have Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Benjamin Crump, the whole outrage crew protesting and burning down our city, screaming no justice, no peace. Why did this young black man have to die at the hands of the police? This is just one more example of, of a cop shooting an unarmed black man. Well, the person who, sh- who stomped Corporal Hecook to death didn't have a weapon, or he did have a weapon. It was his hands, it was his feet. So just because this guy did not have a gun or a knife or a baseball bat didn't make him any less lethal. As a matter of fact, when they took the guy to jail, he attacked a med tech who tried to take his blood. This was not some innocent person who got caught up in a bad situation. This guy has a rap sheet longer than my arm. He has been arrested. He has done time. He has been let off on crimes more times than ever. And this is just in Maryland. I have no clue what his rap sheet in Delaware looks like. But there's been no accountability. He could have been stopped. Corporal Hecook should never have had to go to that domestic call by himself. Did this guy hate the cops? I don't know, and I'm not going to say. I'm not going to make that assumption. But there is a broader hate against police officers in this country that has to stop. The police don't get up in the morning and go figure out how to shoot minorities. They don't figure out how, they're, how many people they're going to kill that day. They go out with the intention of everybody in every interaction going home to their families. If you don't resist, nothing happens. If you get pulled over by the cops, fight it in court. Don't fight the cop. The cop's doing his job. Should you have been speeding or whatever? No. If you don't believe you were in the wrong, you take it to court. You don't take it out on the officer. When you start hating the people who are charged with protecting you, don't get angry when those people walk off the job and they don't come back and they leave the profession they got into the job not to arrest people they got into the job to help people and here are people actively going out taunting and incur and 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 provoking people and to get a reaction it's not about cops going out and killing people cuz they don't statistically fewer unarmed blacks are shot by police there are few unjustified killings of anyone by the police black white hispanic asian i don't care there are few there are a few and i'm not going to i'm not discounting any of those and when they happen they are wrong and those police deserve to be punished but when you have an officer who pulls over a car for a driving infraction, they run the person's name, and it comes back that so-and-so has a warrant, and they go to arrest the person, and the person resists and gets shot? They resisted. You have a warrant. That's your problem. You didn't take care of it. So if you don't want to have problems with the police, then don't Resist. It's never, ever appropriate to to go out there and attack a police officer. They're doing their job. And when the police stop showing up, because there's no police to show up, then you get angry because why didn't the cops come? Why didn't they come when I called? Well, that's because they're tired. They're tired of being blamed for everything. Do you know why that cop didn't resist, didn't didn't draw his weapon? Because he knew if he used it, it would bring the wrath of BLM and and everything down on there. There would be charges of racism. His life would have been ruined. And now his family's life is ruined because he's dead. And one of the shocking comments I read, in a a local group about this incident was, why didn't he cook shoot the guy's face off? And that came from a black woman. I was shocked. And to me, that sounded personal. Like this woman knew this guy. Why didn't he cook shoot? Because he wanted to de-escalate. Domestics Domestic calls are the most dangerous calls a police officer responds to because they're going into a very charged situation and they may not walk out of it. Keith Heacook walked into a domestic situation he didn't walk out of. He didn't get to go home to his family. Did he save a life? Yes, at the expense of his own. Keith Heacook is a hero. The slime that attacked him, who took him from his wife and his kid. He's an animal, and I don't care if he's black, if he's white, if he's Asian, if he's Hispanic, if he's purple with green polka dots. It doesn't matter. He was an animal. He probably blindsided Corporal He Cook. But the two unsung heroes in all of this are the two dispatchers. When they kept calling for him and he didn't answer, they figured, they sensed something just wasn't right. And They sent in the cavalry. Now, I'm going to admit here to being a bit of a, what somebody derisively calls a scanner jockey. And I was listening to my scanner last night. It was very windy here. Um, So I was uh, just in the late, I had lost my power and my, my scanner is battery operated. It has the option to plug it into the wall, but it's battery operated. And I was laying there in the dark, listening to my scanner And I heard, oh, six, seven, eight calls for trees down in the road, lines down in the road. And I heard another call. One that scared me. There was an officer who responded, I guess, to an incident at a local Applebee's. And I I wasn't quite sure of the nature of the call. I kind of missed the setup to it. But dispatch kept asking the officer if they were okay. And the officer wasn't responding. They said the her number. It was a female officer. And they called her number and they said, Are you okay? Are you okay? She wasn't responding. I was terrified. And the first words I said to myself, kind of out loud actually, is send in the Calvary. Now, it turns out that officer was okay. Apparently, she was talking to someone and she was talking to someone and did not hear uh, them calling for her. Huh? They did not hear her calling for her. And she was okay. And But they sent the backup anyway, just in case. And that should be a reminder of how dangerous this job is. And the office says, look, I, I'm good. I don't need backup. And they said, well, we're sending it anyway. We didn't want another he Or he cook. I'm sorry, he cook. I don't know why my mind it keeps doing that. We don't need another corporal he cook. Suddenly, in less than a week here, the game has changed. Have we lost officers in this area before? Absolutely. We lost two Maryland State Police, oh my gosh, 20-odd years ago. Uh, They were uh, shot to death by a criminal when it was a routine traffic stop. And uh, they actually named a stretch of highway after these two officers. So Corporal Hecook, isn't the first we've lost I hope he's the last Uh, we we have lost officers to things like cancer or you know injury or accidents but we don't usually lose officers to cold-blooded murder tomorrow Mrs. Heacook will be bringing her husband home. I will be there to welcome the corporal back. I don't have to be. Delmar isn't my town. But a part of me wants to make a stand and say it's got to stop. The hate against officers has to stop. Without law enforcement, there's anarchy. There's chaos. Now, do have I been pulled over? Yes, many times. In Virginia, shoot, I even thought about going over the speed limit, I'd get pulled over. I joke, but I've been pulled over several times. Have I had some Less than seller interactions with police? Absolutely. There was a jerk cop in Richmond. Do I respect him? Yeah, he was doing his job. He probably had a crappy day. Wasn't my job to make it more difficult. But if I had a problem, I fight it in court. Now, I have two adopted sons. One of them is 18. And he's getting ready to go for his driver's license. Scary thought. And after a shooting, police shooting of a black man, turns out the man had a warrant against him. My son says, "This has got to, this. This is wrong. I'm scared." And that hit me. That he has been so programmed and brainwashed by the the narrative, the liberal narrative, of police brutality that he's scared to get pulled over. So I told him, I said, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call the local police department and I'm going to go near them and I'm going to tell them to have a mock traffic stop with me driving and him in the passenger seat and to go through exactly what happens and how you should act during a traffic stop. Then when my son gets his license, I'm going to have the same agency do a mock traffic stop on him with him driving and me in the passenger seat. Now, what's my point in doing this? Because I want my son to know exactly how to respond to a police officer who's pulling him over. And then if my son's doing something that could be construed as threatening to the police, we'll fix it then in a controlled setting. I should bear in mind my son is black. I am not. That's why it hit me especially hard when he said this. And I love my son, both of my sons. And I'm frightened for both of them. This is why I'm going this extra step. Because I don't want them to be a statistic. I don't believe they'll be a statistic. But I don't want them driving around in fear. And I do my level best to bust the narrative up when I, when I hear it. When I hear BS... I I nip it in the bud and I'm lucky my sons listen to me and um, we talk about stuff very frankly and we discuss it and I talk about how you you know well why did this happen well let me read up on it and find out why what let's learn about it together and then I say this is why If this person had done this and not this, if they had not done this and done this instead, this would have been different. And my son begins to understand. Again, I'm mad. Corporal Hecook did not have to die. And I think that if the situation were different, He may not have been reluctant to use his weapon, whether it be taser or gun. He may not have even had an opportunity. He may have been blindsided. But I shudder to think that there was a fear of him discharging any kind of weapon and the backlash that would have ensued. Corporal Hecook loved his community so much, he gave his life for it so that no other lives, businesses, anything would be destroyed. He is a hero, and I'm going to say his name. And for everyone who says, well, blue lives, you know, people choose to be police. Blue lives shouldn't matter because they choose that life. I want to ask you this. When you go to your job, do you ever expect that you're never going to come home? No officer should ever think that this is the day that they will not return home. It is unconscionable to me that Delmar did not have either the funding or the officers to have an extra officer with Corporal he Cook. He should never have gone to that scene alone. He may have felt he could handle it. He may have even responded to that address in the past. I don't know. But There needs to be a change there should never have just been one officer one officer should never respond by themselves to a domestic call because again they are heated and emotions are high would a second officer have changed anything i think it would have am i going to sit here and pass judgment on delmar For their police scheduling? No, because I don't know the whole situation. I am going to say the hate against police needs to stop. Police are not your enemy and they're tired of being treated like they are. No one likes getting confronted by the cops. I don't. I know my my second-in-command doesn't like it. He's a black man, too. But what we do know is that for every one bad cop, for every one cop that crosses the line, for every one cop that does unethical things, there are a thousand, ten thousand corporal he cooks that go out every day and do the right thing all the time. Do we need to rat out the bad cops? Absolutely, 100% I agree. But I am not gonna sit here and defend the ACAB 1312 F12 F the police crap that comes out of people's mouths and if someone tells me I'm privileged because I'm white and I'm able to say that because I've not had a bad interaction with the police they haven't walked in my shoes they haven't had a mental breakdown and been thrown in the back of a police car and carted off to a hospital That's not a positive interaction with police, but that cop was doing his job. He saved my life. I will always thank a police officer. I will always appreciate police officers. And I will always thank Corporal Heacook for his sacrifice. Tomorrow, Corporal Heacook will come home for the last time.